0: So I'm keeping an eye on the clock here for all the turkey cookers, don't panic, okay? Golden brown is a good color for turkey, and you'll be home just in time to get everything sorted out. But I'm wondering, if we have a look at the the screen here, um, lots of people will have got lovely presents today, so what time were were you up at this morning to see what you got? We're going to try and see what the record time is. Anybody up at 5 o'clock this morning? Right? Carolyn, were you up at 5 o'clock? Right. But Carolyn's up at 5 o'clock every morning, so like that's that's amazing. That's a a great… What's that? Oh, it's your birthday? Oh, well then. No wonder you were up at 5 o'clock. We're not going to sing, but happy birthday. So it's always good to have a sister to tip people off. So, what gifts did you get? Any of the boys and girls got anything that they want to show me hold up? Got anything to? some of you are wearing your, your, your presents, okay? Okay. Anybody got anything that they've actually brought along? All oh, right, here we go. All oh, right. T- oh, that's nice. I really like watches, so Lydia, I'm going to come and have a look at that at the end, okay? Hannah, what are you holding up there? Brilliant. So, lots of, look at this. The McMillans have got all these different presents. Brilliant. Yeah, I got a few. Tom, oh, you're you're lighting up. Tom's going to go out and and guide all the planes in. You can just kind of stand and wave them all in. They'll be landing in Connor. That's great. So, some amazing presents. This Christmas, we have been thinking about the greatest gift of all, and we know that the greatest gift that's ever been given was the gift of Jesus when God sent His Son into the world. And what we've been doing over this Christmas is thinking about some of the gifts within the gift. It's a bit like a gift bag. So, sometimes people arrive and they say, I've got something for you, and you get this bag and you think, this is amazing, because you look in, and you keep pulling out presents, and there are more and more and more presents. And it's like God gave us a gift bag that first Christmas when He sent Jesus into the world, because when you look into Jesus, when you begin to see what Jesus was coming to do, you see all kinds of special gifts from God. So, last week, we thought about God's presence. Not presence, but His presence. In other words, God being with us, Emmanuel, and that is a great gift in itself. That's a gift that is precious to some people this Christmas because you are having difficult times. And to know that God is with His people, that's special. And then last Sunday night, we thought about God's peace, It's a special kind of peace, because it is peace with God Himself. Because our sin makes us enemies of God, but we're brought back into friendship with Him. And then because of that, we have peace within. Even when we walk through difficult times, we know this peace. And then we can have peace with each other as God's people in Christ so that we can show the world the difference that Jesus makes as His Holy Spirit lives in our lives. And today, I want to think about some of the other great gifts that we get through the greatest gift of all, Jesus. And a word that we're going to think about for the next while is the word grace. It's the way in which God treats people. But we think of this verse today, and maybe it's the best-known verse of all, John 3, 16, maybe the most popular memory verse of all at holiday Bible clubs and at GB and BB, because it tells us what God did when He sent Jesus into the world, that God so loved the world that He gave His one and only Son, that whoever believes in Him shall not perish, but will have everlasting life. That's what the good news of Jesus is all about. That's through Jesus. We are given the gift of forgiveness when we believe in Him. Then God forgives us our sin, and because of that, we then get the great gift of everlasting life, a life that will never end, a life where we will always be with God in His presence, which is the best place to be. And that will not just last for a year or even a hundred or a thousand or a million years. It will just keep going on forever and ever and ever, everlasting life. That's a really special gift. And I want us to think about that gift and some things about that gift today. First of all, This gift that we receive in Jesus, well, it was a gift that was bought at a great cost. Now, I'm not going to ask anybody today what you spent on presents for your family and your friends, but even if you spent a million pounds on buying someone a present, it's still not as great a gift as Jesus. And it still isn't as great a cost as what it cost God to give us forgiveness. A new start with Him, and everlasting life with Him. Do you know what it cost God? It wasn't money. It cost Him His Son's life. That's what the Bible tells us, that God had to give up His Son, and that Jesus had to leave all of the great things about heaven, all of the wonderful things about being with his Father and come into this world. And he gave up his life for us. He gave his life. So that Paul, when he's speaking about this to other Christians in a book called Ephesians, he says, in Christ, we are set free by the blood of his death and so we have forgiveness of sins. So, our forgiveness, this great gift, came at an amazing cost, a really huge price, the very life of Jesus as He gave His blood at the cross. It was a gift that was bought at a great cost, and yet like any proper gift, it is a gift that is free to us, so, if you bought that really expensive present, I mean that really, really, really expensive present for someone that you love, and then you headed along to them on Christmas Day and you say, I've got this present for you, surprise, it cost a hundred thousand pounds. Oh, and by the way, here's the bill, and you can pay me on in installments, but I need the money back by the end of the year. Well, that's not a present that is not a gift. A gift is something that we receive freely. It might cost an awful lot, but for us who receive it, it is free. And this is a a gift that is freely given to us. So that again in the book of Ephesians, this time in chapter 2 and verse 8, Paul says to these fellow Christians, these other believers in Christ, he tells them, you have been saved. You have been rescued by grace. There's that word grace through believing. And then the really important bit, you did not save yourselves. It was a gift from God. The rescue that God brings to people who trust in His Son Jesus is His special gift to them. And because of that, because it's a gift that is free, it also means that it is a gift that is unconditional. Now, that's a big word, unconditional. Let me try and explain what that word's all about. You see, when we get that really expensive present for someone that we love, that's the reason why we've got it, because we love them. And if we're being really honest If someone treated us really badly all the time, if someone always forgot about us and forgot about our birthdays and forgot to get us gifts at Christmas and they never treated us in the right way, well, if I'm honest, I wouldn't really feel like going out and getting them the greatest gift of all and spending all of that money and giving them for nothing this special gift. It's just not what we are like. It's not what we do. But the incredible thing about the gift that we receive through the greatest gift of all, Jesus, the amazing thing about this forgiveness and this gift of everlasting life is that it's a gift that we just don't deserve. And God has given us that gift, not expecting anything in return, not expecting us to earn that gift and to try hard enough to win that gift. He's saying, no, this is my present to you. You don't need to start paying it back. You don't need to earn this. This is my gift. So that again, in that book of Ephesians, in the following verse in chapter 2, in verse 9, Paul reminds these believers in Christ, and the the really important thing is to know that they were believers in Christ. They had received this gift because of their faith in Him, and he says it was not the result of your own efforts, so you cannot boast about it. And we need to know if we love Jesus, if we follow Him, if we have found the gift of forgiveness and everlasting life through Him, that it's not all about us. This is not something that we can gain for ourselves by trying hard enough. And if we forget that, then it leads to big spiritual problems in our life because it will lead to one of two things. On the one hand, some of us will really feel when we try and please God. And we'll know that we've made a mess of it because we are sinful people. And then we'll feel worthless and we'll feel a failure and we'll think that our relationship with God is just totally lost. But God says, no, it's it's me who has reached out to you. It's my son who has done the work. It's my son who died the death and took the punishment. That's why you're forgiven. And then on the other hand, there's some people and they've got big ideas about themselves. And so they think, well, actually, I am making a good job of living for God. I am pretty good. I'm avoiding doing all those bad things. I'm trying my best to do those good things. So I deserve this gift. I've earned this present from God. Look how amazing I am. And God says, that is the wrong way to think because then we become proud. And it actually keeps us from being the people that God has chosen us to be. And it sometimes keeps us from turning to Jesus in the first place. This is an amazing gift. It was bought at a great cost. It cost Jesus His life on the cross. And it's a gift that's free to us. It's a gift that is unconditional. We can never do enough to please God and to earn it. It is His gift to those whom He's chosen in Christ. And it's an amazing gift. And I wonder on this Christmas Day, have you received in Jesus the greatest gift of all? Do you know Him? Do you believe this? And therefore, is this a gift that is for you? Because like any gift... It doesn't matter how expensive or cheap it is, it doesn't matter how much we might feel we deserve that gift or whatever else, when a gift is offered to us, we either take it or we reject it. And we'd be pretty stupid if someone offered us an amazing gift to say, no, that's okay, you keep that, that's not for me. But the final thing, and really, really quickly, what is so wonderful about this gift, a gift that comes about because of God's grace, is that it is the gift that keeps on giving. Sometimes you hear people say that. So, if you manage to get the right kind of gift for someone, say, for example, you get them a subscription and the problem with that is you need to really think long-term about that because I think it was about five years ago we got my mom and dad a subscription for the Radio Times. It's still running five years later and we haven't quite got around to having that conversation. Should we be kind of changing that over to you? So that really is the gift that keeps on giving. But when it comes to the gift that we receive in the Lord Jesus Christ the gift of God's grace. The Bible tells us that it is the gift that keeps on giving. Grace is something that we need every single day of our lives. You sometimes hear me say that I and all of us are as much in need of God's grace right now as when we first believed. We need God's grace to help us, to keep us going in our walk with Jesus, to keep us going in all of the difficult things that happen to us in our lives, all of the painful things, all of the things that we can't fully understand where we're saying to God, God, why is this happening to me? Why is this happening to our family? And why is so much of it happening? And what God tells us in His Word, what He told one of His followers, Paul, is this. He says, my grace is sufficient for you. That means my grace is enough, and my power is made perfect in your weakness. And today, on this Christmas Day, a day when so many people are celebrating, if this is a day where it is so hard for you to celebrate, where maybe you're forcing yourself to go through this day and to do some of the things that we normally do, but there is no real joy, there's sadness, or there's fear. If you look to Christ, if you know Jesus, then God is saying that directly to you. These are words for you. You don't need to seek His grace. You don't need to earn His grace. You don't need to hope that God shows up. He says, it's already there. My grace is enough. My grace is sufficient for you. And all of this found in the King of kings, the Lord of lords, the greatest gift of all, Jesus Christ. We're glad to be here today, meeting in His name and worshiping Him. And let's do that